is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we got a busy podcast today. We're going to have a game in the National Hockey League. Yes, they're going to play hockey for real and accounts in the standings today. We're going to have three Major League Baseball playoff games. And then we got a 12-pack of college football we're going to give you. So sit tight. We're going to get to everything here in just a moment. But quickly, we're going to hit the rewind button, go back to last night, where we get a winner in the National Football League, the Indianapolis Colts. Get out to the big lead. Let it slip away, goes to overtime, but we knew we were safe since we had the plus seven. So Indianapolis cashes for us, and we win that ticket. Next up, Major League Baseball, not so good. Uh, we missed a couple under opportunities. Giants and Dodgers, excellent pitching matchup last night. Should have played it. I thought Wood was going to get rocked for San Francisco. I was completely wrong. Scherzer gave us the starter I, ex- I expected. In hindsight, under would have been the better play. We lose on that ticket. White Sox get rained out. That was a game I felt great about. That one, unfortunately, got rained out. Rays, a little biased there, but it was a 5-5 game. We had a runner on second, nobody out in the eighth inning. Couldn't get the run in. Yes, it was a great rally to get to 5-5. Trust me, after about three innings there, I would have taken 5-5 in a heartbeat, uh, but then obviously lose it in the bottom of the ninth. And uh, the Rays are done, 100-plus wins, and the season is done, sadly, not even making it to the uh, round of four. And then uh, Brewers and Braves, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about the Brewers' bats. The Brewers just can't hit right now. Dodgers did muster up three runs. Uh, should have played the under there in hindsight, of course. Uh, we stayed away from it. We thought the uh, the splits on the pitchers just uh, weren't good enough, but we were wrong on that one. Those bats are just absolutely dreadful. So that's baseball. Uh, I still had a better day than John Gruden. Uh, I know that much. And uh, Urban Meyer's trend of losing continues. I know a uh, good friend of mine had a very large prop bet, future bet, on Urban Meyer being the first coach to be relieved of his duties. And he lost that bet. And uh, yeah, John Gruden got him and Urban Meyer loses yet again. Let's get to our card today. We're going to start with hockey. Hockey, they're playing it for real. And uh, we're not going to have a lot of great insight on hockey this year. Uh, We do uh, use some services to help us out on the hockey side, but this one is simply an angle of back-to-back champions playing at home, dropping the banner. We're going to lay the one-and-a-half goals on the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus one-and-a-half against Pittsburgh, and uh, we get that one at plus 130. So once again, Lightning over the Penguins, minus one-and-a-half at 130 to the plus side. Now let's get to Major League Baseball, where we know a lot about baseball, but we didn't prove it yesterday. Uh, Astros White Sox will lead it off. Pitching change here. We loved the Sox yesterday. Rained out is going to completely change this series. Lance McCullers, instead of being saved for game five, is coming back in game four now. So Dusty Baker is going all in on winning it in Chicago and not sending the series back to Houston. McCullers went six and two-third innings in game one, didn't give up a run, gave up four hits and no walks, 
he pitched a gem. Meanwhile, Tony La Russa is going to stick with Carlos Rondon today instead of bringing Lance Lynn back for this one. I tend to agree with the decision. Remember, we faded Lance Lynn most of the season. I like Rodon when he's on. And uh, yes, I understand he may have a limited pitch count. He may only go five, four or five innings. But with the rain out, the arms are now rested. You know if you get to that White Sox bullpen in the seventh inning, it should be game over. So somehow, some way, the White Sox need to get it to the seventh and then they can win this game. So today, well, yesterday we were going to play the White Sox minus one and a half. Today we're staying away just because McCullers is much better, okay? So today we're actually going to play the under eight and a half since all the arms are rested. So White Sox and Astros, we're going under eight and a half in the opener. Next up, we go to Hot Atlanta, which why didn't we play the under again in every game of this series? I'm not sure. It's too easy, that's why. Uh, But we're going all in on this series going five, even if Craig Council is working against us. He's going to go with Eric Lauer today for Milwaukee. 3.19 ERA year-to-date, 2.61 ERA post-All-Star break, 1.16 ERA in September versus Atlanta this year. Three innings, three runs. Not the best. Last, uh, Last start, he went five innings, five runs against the Dodgers. Not the best. Meanwhile, for Atlanta, it's Haskar Noawa. He goes for the Braves. He's got a 4.05 ERA year-to-date, a 5.08 ERA post-All-Star break against Milwaukee this year. Four and a third innings, five runs. Not good. His September ERA, 6.45. It's tough for me to play the under with numbers like that. Still can't play the over with the way these two teams have been hitting. Uh, I do think this series goes five. It goes back to Milwaukee. So I'm going to take the Brewers today on the money line, plus 120. Next up, we go to Chavez Ravine. Great series so far. I think it's destined to go five games. It's a must-win situation, obviously, for the Dodgers. It's Anthony Descafani going for San Francisco. Two, or excuse me, 3.17 ERA year-to-date. Since the All-Star break, a 4.04 ERA. And this year at Dodger Stadium, in 15 and two-third innings, he has a 4.74 ERA. He had a very good September, though, with a 2.67 ERA. Meanwhile, the Dodgers are going to bring back Walker Buehler a day early. He's going to start this one. He pitched game one of the series at San Francisco, went six and a third innings, giving up three runs. I think this is a good move by Dave Roberts because the splits on Buehler at San Francisco this year have not been favorable. His game one performance was not favorable. All of his home numbers are much better, including against the Giants at home. So bringing back Walker Buehler, I think, was a critical move by Dave Roberts, and I think it's going to pay dividends. So this series, once again, I believe is going to go five, and the money line is just too too expensive. I can't do the regular money line, so we're going to roll the dice. We're going to play the run line. We're going to lay the Dodgers minus the one-and-a-half runs at a plus 135. So let's recap our baseball plays here. We're going Astros and White Sox under the eight and a half. We're going the Brewers on the money line at plus 120. And we're going the Dodgers on the run line at plus 135. So two plays on the plus side, three completely different types of plays for you today. We're doing an over-under, we're doing a money line, and we're doing a run line. So there you go. Now, let's get to our college football card. We got 12 games we want to talk about and lock in the lines. Some of these are moving favorable. Some of them are not moving favorable. 
Some you may want to wait, wait on a little bit. We'll find out. First game on the docket, Louisiana Lafayette. The Ragin' Cajuns take on Appalachian State. App State is 4-1 and one on the year. Only loss was to Miami of Florida. Meanwhile, the Ragin' Cajuns and Billy Napier are 4-1. and one. Their only loss this year was at Texas. I've loved the Ragin' Cajuns all year long. And now at home, I'm getting them a plus five. Sign me up. We're going Louisiana Lafayette in the opener at plus five. Next up, we go to Minnesota. We had an opportunity to play this game at minus two. We decided to wait till it got to minus four. And now we're going to play it. Yeah, yeah, mistake there. Nebraska, minus four against Minnesota is the play. The Huskers are much better than the three and four record this season. They have lost in a single possession game to three top 10 teams this year. Throw out the game at Illinois to start the year. Since then, they've been very good. They've been very competitive. And once again, against three top 10 teams, they played within a single possession. This is not a bad football team. So I like Nebraska. Meanwhile, Minnesota, a very confusing three and two. They have nice wins. They pounded Colorado on the road. They won at Purdue. They've struggled at home. They lost to Bowling Green at home. I don't know what to think about this team. And now they just lost their running back pots for the season. So they're down to number three on the depth chart. So put all that together and we're going to lay the Huskers minus four at Minnesota. Next up on the docket, we're going to go Central Florida plus 21 at Cincinnati. I can't remember a situation like this in the sixth game of the season. Central Florida goes from being favored in the first five games of the season to a 21 point underdog. Think about that for a second. They've been favored in their first five games, and now they're a 21 point dog in their next one. I get it. Cincinnati's elite, but don't be shocked if on that ESPN scroller at the bottom, it says upset alert in the fourth quarter, and the Knights are making it very interesting for the Bearcats. I think Cincinnati wins a game, but giving me 21, yeah, I'll take it. We're going to play Central Florida plus 21 at Cincinnati. Next up on the docket, Eastern Michigan. We played them on the gray turf last week. We're going to play them again this week. They're a plus three dog at home to Ball State again. Ball State has been an underdog in five straight games, yet they're favored in this one by a field goal. I'm not sure, but I'm going to take Eastern Michigan. I saw enough of that game last week. I still like this team. There's something about Eastern Michigan that I like, so I'm going to take them plus three at home against Ball State. Next game on the docket is Texas, the Longhorns, taking on Oklahoma State. Longhorns minus five and a half on the line, and that's what we're going to do. I don't think Oklahoma State's going to be able to keep up with Texas in this one. The Longhorns are going to take out all those frustrations out on an undefeated Oklahoma State team. So Longhorns roll minus five and a half. On the flip side of that uh, shootout game between Texas and Oklahoma, we're going to go TCU. Uh, Oklahoma may be good for TV ratings, but this week I think TCU might hook them. The Frogs might hook them. But if they don't, we still get 12 here. The perfect season I think could end, but we'll play the plus 12 TCU at Oklahoma. Next up on the card, Iowa, minus 11 and a half over Purdue. Iowa, Letdown situation, potentially. You just had the big win against Penn State at home, but Iowa's really, really good. Purdue is not very good. I don't even know if Purdue's going to score this week. Iowa tends to really pound some teams in their conference. 
They let off Colorado State easy, 24-14. But in this type of game, Kirk Ferentz is known for winning it like 30 to nothing. That's what I think happens here. The talent disparity between Iowa and Purdue is significant. So I'm going to lay the 11 and a half with the Hawkeyes at home against the Boilermakers. Next up, we're playing Alabama. We have not played Alabama all year. Uh, the numbers are always way too high, but this week we like Alabama. They are a minus 17 at Mississippi State. The big question, how will Alabama respond off of a loss? Well, I had to dig pretty deep in my Phil Steele publication to find out the last time Alabama played a game after a loss, but I expect this to be a long week of practice there in Tuscaloosa, and I feel bad for Mississippi State. I think Bama's going to flex some muscles and run it up this week. Might be able to wait and let this number continue to drop a little bit. I know it opened at like 20, 21 and a half. Um, it's down to 17, might go a little bit lower, but I have no problem laying the 17 with Bama this week. I, I think they make a statement, and it could be ugly for Mike Leach this week. So it's Bama, roll tide, minus 17. Next up, we go to Manhattan, Kansas, where my guy Craig Kleiman takes on Iowa State. Uh, this game you may want to wait on. It started at four. It's now up to six. It might be headed to seven. Uh, we officially here on the podcast are playing it at plus six. But uh, if you wait till seven, that's probably even better. Uh, both teams are coming off a bye. I really like K-State in this spot at home. I don't see them losing three games in a row. K-State plus six is the play. Feel free to sprinkle a little bit on the money line, though. I think they win this game outright over Iowa State. Next up on the card, it is Arkansas and Auburn. We're going to lay the three and a half with the Razorbacks. Yeah, they've lost back-to-back -back games, including the shootout against Old Miss last week. We know they can score. Uh, Auburn, I still have question marks about this team. I am not sold on the Tigers, so I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Razorbacks against the Tigers. Then our final two games, we go out west. Utah State. Minus six at UNLV. UNLV is 0-5, but they're playing tougher. Uh, Utah State, meanwhile, has wins over Washington State, which looks a lot better now, and Air Force, who's been very respectful. Two weeks to get ready for this one for Utah State. I'll lay the points. We'll take Utah State minus six at UNLV. And then on our final game on the card, we're going back to Louisiana Tech. Uh, minus seven at UTEP. I love to be frustrated. Louisiana Tech will lead this game at some point in the fourth quarter by 14 points. I know that. Will they cover? I have no idea. But I love this offense, and I'm still going to play them. So we are going to play Louisiana Tech minus seven against UTEP. So there's your 12 plays in college football. Let's go over them real quick for you. We're playing Louisiana Lafayette plus five over App State. We're playing Nebraska minus four at Minnesota. We're taking the 21 points with Central Florida at Cincinnati. We're going to take the three points with Eastern Michigan at home against Ball State. We're going to lay the five and a half with the Longhorns at Oklahoma State or at home against Oklahoma State. Then we're going to play TCU plus 12 at Oklahoma. We're going to play Iowa laying 11 and a half at home against Purdue. We're willing to lay 17 with Alabama at Mississippi State. We are taking the six points with Kansas State at home against Iowa State. We are laying the three and a half points with Arkansas over Auburn. And then two road games, we're laying the six with Utah State at UNLV, and we're laying the seven with Louisiana Tech at UTEP. 
Well, thank you for joining us as always here on the podcast. You got a hockey play. You got three baseball plays. You got 12 plays in college football. There you go. Great opportunities out there. But as always, we're going to tell you, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.